Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second Ticket City Sports Desk podcast featuring J.P. Riley and Sweet Lou from the Ticket City headquarters in Austin, Texas. And we're here today with podcast number two. Thank you for joining us. And uh, we're going to say hello to James, and then we'll just get started started uh analyzing the nfc um nfc nfc teams yeah yeah preview for 20 division no nfc conference yeah (laughs) (laughs) nfc conference so james hello how are you doing today i'm great how about yourself i'm excited to uh discuss uh the nfc here and uh Lots of interesting things. Uh, NFC South is definitely one I'm interested to talk about um, for obvious reasons. But uh, it's uh, we got a lot, a lot of stuff to talk about today in the show, so it'll, it'll be fun. Right, and, and I'm really excited to get started, and I just can't wait to hear your uh, who's on the coach's hot seat preseason <laughs> uh, predictions. But uh, let's get rolling, James. Uh, we'll start with the NFC North. And uh, I have the Packers taking this division with a 12 and four record. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers is just going to light it up. I, I believe they got a, a, a receiver from Indy, Devin Funches. Uh, hopefully he's not injured and he should help out the receiving core. Um, I got the Vikings coming in second at nine and seven. Um, don't have a real lot of excitement for those guys this year. The Bears at eight and eight, and uh, the Lions limping in the cellar at four and twelve. Um, wh- what do you think? What what stands out for you in the NFC North, JP? Uh, I, I think the biggest concern is going to be the Packers um, because you know I, I do see them winning this the division uh, wholeheartedly, but the the thing about uh, over the offseason is going to be with Aaron Rodgers and because uh, they did draft another QB in the draft uh, very late and uh, the biggest knock that they've been getting is that they're not getting help for Aaron Rodgers. So potentially, uh, you know, uh, I don't know what Aaron Rodgers' contract looks like and, uh, you know, they, they considered him to lock him up for a while, but this could be another Brett Favre situation going into his last year in Green Bay where he could, you know, end up getting traded by Green Bay just to start fresh. Um, you know, I, I think the biggest knock on him is that, you know, they always talked about, you know, who was the GOAT. I mean, like, that was always the biggest, you know, thing was Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, I think Tom Brady definitely is the GOAT. But at the same time, like, Green, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers is only one one Super Bowl within the span of, you know, this was 10 years ago, you know, the last time that he won. And uh, I just don't. I don't see – he is a great quarterback, but at the same time, I feel like he should have more rings on his fingers. So, I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to see what's going to end up happening with him this year. Um, I think it's a make-or-break year for the Packers and uh, and for Aaron Rodgers himself. But, uh, yeah, sorry, that was a long-winded response on just one team. But uh, I agree with you. I, I, I don't see I, – I, maybe the you know the, the Bears getting an, uh, a decent quarterback. You know, I'm not saying great quarterback with Nick Foles. Um, I do see them maybe going into second place, being nine and seven, and uh, I would I would say that uh, the Lions are going to be you know uh, four and twelve, 
Um, I don't see the Vikings doing too much. I mean, potentially it's going to be a toss up between three or four between those guys. Um, I just don't see it going any, any better than that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's about right on with me. And, uh, just one last thing. I am not a big Aaron Rodgers fan. Uh, I think he's a great quarterback. However, I think he's got a little bit of an attitude. Um, and I hopefully he can overcome that this year and, uh, you know, in this weak division and they do well. But, uh, you know, I just, yeah, yeah, he won one Super Bowl, but he should definitely be, you know, moving into the championship game a lot more than he really has in the last few years. But uh, that being said, let's jump out to the West, which, man, what a tough division there. Uh, you know, I really am rooting for the Cardinals. I like Kyle Murray. They got Cliff Kingsbury as coach and Larry Fitzgerald, DeAndre Hopkins. So I had them initially winning the division at 10 and 6, but then when I went down and looked at the Seahawks' schedule, uh, they came out in 11 and 5. So I'm going to have to go with the Seahawks winning the division. Russell Wilson, it, it's his ninth year. Uh, them 11 and 5, the Cards 10 and 6. And um, I had the 49ers going 9 and 7. Just really don't know what to think about them and the Rams. Seven and nine, uh, you know, Goff and McVay, they were great out of the gate, uh, but they've lost a few steps in recent years, losing Gurley. And uh, we'll just have to see what happens. Uh, what do you think about the West? Uh, I, I think this is a very interesting division now. Um, I, I think that the, the Super Bowl hangover, I think, is going to be hanging over the 49ers big time this year. Um, you know, they, they had their chances to win that game, uh, last year. And, um, it, I, I think, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be a big thing. Um, especially this year, there was talk, there were, there was some rumors that they were trying to get, uh, TB12 out in his hometown in San Francisco and a potential, you know, trade, sign and trade deal, uh, for Jimmy Garoppolo back in New England. I mean, that never ended up happening, but at the same time, it seems like those talks did happen. So to me, that shows that the they they, they don't have confidence in the guy, and um, uh, I still have the 49ers winning that division, but it's going to be neck and neck between them and Seattle. Um, I, I'm gonna. This is my prediction. I think that the uh, the Cardinals will will have a pretty decent record. I wouldn't say it's a winning record, maybe eight and eight. And I'm gonna put the Rams at the doormat down there because I think the Heat's gonna be on little Sean McVay because again they're. You know, two years now they're coming off that Super Bowl hangover, where again they could have won that game and they didn't. So, yeah, uh, I, I, that that's just my like I said, that's just my opinion. I could be completely wrong, but um, I still don't have a lot of confidence in golf either, and that's just just how I feel. Hey, well, yeah, that's your opinion, and we value it, and that's why you are the very the one of the founders of the Ticket City Sports Dev <laughs> Podcast. All right, so now we got the, the West out of the way, um, and we're jump. We have two great divisions left with exciting things happening, and we're going to jump to the South, where of course everybody knows Tom Brady goes to the Buccaneers, and uh, you know since this is only our second podcast, and you don't know me that well out there in podcast land, but I am a have a bromance with Brady. 
I have a Tom Brady candle. I have season tickets to the Patriots. I I'm a big, big, big Brady fan. He's in my top five up there with Bruce Springsteen and Bob Schneider, Chuck Prophet, and I can't remember the other one, Mick Jagger, maybe. But anyways, that being said, I just don't think they have enough experience and talent to overcome the Saints with our uh, Austin, Texas, Drew Brees quarterback. I have the Saints winning the division with 12 and four record. Um, and interestingly, I noticed the Saints only had four draft picks this year, but I don't think that's going to matter. I have uh, the Bucks with Brady going 10 and six in second place. I think adding Gronkowski down there with Tom is just going to really help them out, you know, and uh, help them carry this team up to 10 wins. Uh, after the Bucks, I have the Falcons at nine and seven. Um, I, I think they're, you know, about an average team. If they can win the close ones, they'll end up at nine and seven. And then I have the Panthers at six and 10 in the bottom. Uh, they got their new coach, Matt Rule, which comes from Waco right up the street in Baylor. Uh, he was 11 and one in his last season uh, and then lose, lost to Oklahoma in the uh, Big 12 championship and then lost to Georgia. But He's going in with the Panthers. I think they drafted all defense, so their defense should be a, a lot better if some of these uh, rookies can get in. I think they have four defensive backs and three uh, linemen, linebackers. So their defense should improve. I just don't think they have the firepower to really overtake the Bucks or the Saints or the Falcons for that matter. What do you think, JP? Uh I mean, those are very good observations. Um, a lot of people notice a little bit of the change with the Falcons towards the end of uh, the season last year. Um, I'm still not sold on that team. Um, and uh, I think that uh, Quinn could be on the hot seat this year if, if they do not make the playoffs. Um, but I, I still, I, and I don't think they will, I, I think they will be in the third place in this division. It's going to come down to uh, Tampa Bay and New Orleans. Um, I can tell you that, um, you know, Tom Brady has said that, you know, you know, it's not about, you know, the, who the coach was or, you know, if it was me or the coach. That's a bunch of BS. Um, he's definitely got something to prove out there. And I, I think he's trying to get out of the mold of Belichick. Um, and I think he's trying to prove he can do it on his own without the head coach. I also think that having Bruce, you know, which is a completely different coach than Bill, um, is definitely going to be a big factor. And, I mean, as you can see already, they're already practicing with Gronk and all that, and they're having fun in Tampa Bay. Um, but, I mean, I, I, the the one good thing that's coming from this um, is that Drew Brees is going to play Tom Brady uh, twice uh, in, in a season. It depends on how long he's going to be there for, which I'm really looking forward to just as a football fan because it didn't really happen too often. I mean, there was once every four years uh, when they would play, and those games were pretty good or pretty lopsided. Um, so I'm really interested to see how that's going to turn out with them. But I, I, I do I do see Tampa winning this division. Um, wow, really? I, I do see Tampa winning this division because I'm not really sold on the Saints either. I mean, the, the Saints could have a great you know season, but then, again, it will come to the playoffs, they're not going to do much. So, I mean, that's right. just the and, yeah. uh, The crazy thing is the Saints have Jameis Winston. 
Winston has one of their backups. Isn't that nuts? It is nuts. I mean, who knows? It's basically just, you know, he just stayed in the division. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't see him as a successor to Teddy Bridgewater because I couldn't, you know, to me, like that is one of the best back, was one of the best backups in the league and a former starter that just had a freak accident and you know, basically became a backup QB. But who knows? I mean, supposedly he got that uh, LASIK surgery, which is going to fix his eyes and, you know, maybe he'll throw throw more completions and more touchdowns than interceptions. But well, again, okay. Before yeah. we go any further, you got uh, Tom Brady. Yeah, in in the NFC South with the Bucks. What's the, your one loss for the Buccaneers and then the Saints before you go any further? What's the one loss that they're gonna win loss? Yeah, oh, well, wins for the Bucks. I think the uh, Bucks will go. I think either twelve. Uh, they'll go twelve and four, and I think uh, I think the Saints will go ten and six. I really yeah, do. I, that, I have the same thing, but reversed. Uh, did you? <laughs> But uh, I, I just don't see them going with uh, going there. And then, like with Carolina, I, it could be another six and ten season. Um, Atlanta, uh, it could be seven and nine. I, I mean, I, I I think that Carolina will be the doormat, but then uh, the Falcons will be number three with probably seven and nine record. Gotcha. All right. Well, we got we're moving into our own state of Texas and uh, yeah. the NFC East. So why don't you go first? <laughs> With your picks on the NFC East, and then I'll, I'll shut it down at the end. Uh, I I don't see anybody else besides the Cowboys winning this division. Um, I do think this is going to be one of the worst divisions in the NFL, um, just because it, there's there's not a lot of talent. Um, I mean, there is a lot of talent, but I think there's a lot of wasted talent in these in these in these teams. Um, I. Honestly, I could see the Cowboys winning this division with a nine and seven record. Sorry, well, I, I, yeah, that's what happened last year with Philly, right? Yeah, yeah, but like at the same time, I think you know potentially Philly could be good, um, but I, I, who knows? I mean, I, they they could go they could go six and ten. That they're so inconsistent, and with with the uh, the Giants with their their sophomore quarterback, I I don't see them having a great record either. And then the Redskins. This is my prediction. I, I think the Giants will actually be in last place in the NFC East, and uh, or Redskins for now. Their team name. There could be the uh, Washington War- uh, Warriors. That's what I was hearing too, as well. But uh, I, I could see them uh, going being in third place with a nine. Well, maybe not nine and seven, but uh, probably a seven and nine record. And then I would be surprised the Giants go three and ten. I mean, not three in the thirteen. That's my wow, goal. Wow, I, that that's interesting. There, uh, Washington is Dwayne Haskins, maybe their quarterback. Yeah, and uh, the Giants. Um, I, I had Washington at two and fourteen. I just had them oh, down in the dumps. I think their organization is is really weak. They're really struggling. A lot of distractions. And in New York, I had third place at six and ten. And interestingly, you know, Daniel Jones is going to have to improve and uh, they're going to have to protect him. Uh, If he goes down, their backup quarterback is Colt McCoy now, which I thought that was really interesting. He went, you know, he was with Washington a while. but And uh, anyway, but but I have winning the division and I'm with you. I think it could be a nine and seven winner, but I'm going to say the new coach for the Cowboys is worth 
two extra wins. So I have the Cowboys winning the East at 11 and five. And uh, that's not good enough to host a home playoff game um, and, and get a bye. But I mean, but it's good enough to host a home playoff game, but it's wild card. Then I have Philly at nine and seven. I'm just not sure if Carson Wentz is the real deal. You know, he had that great first season and got injured. And, you know, I just really don't think he can bring it up to 10 or 11 wins this year. Uh, I agree with you. I mean, it's it's just a whole bunch of inconsistency. Uh, so it, it, I, I think it's going to be a make or break year for Dak Prescott, too, because he knows because they put the franchise ta- tag on him that he's going to have to perform in order to get that massive contract. And, you know, the, you know, we talked about this yesterday with the uh, Mahomes uh, huge contract that he just got. I didn't hesitate. When I saw the numbers, I was like, well, I'm not surprised by that because he's been putting up good numbers for a while. Dak's only won one playoff game, and he's been in the league for, what is it, three years now? Something like that? Yeah, three or four. Yeah, and, you know, he's putting up okay numbers, and he's asking for ridiculous amounts of money. I don't know if it's justified. I mean, at that point, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, it's that's like any other job. you got to perform in order to get the money, and he hasn't been doing it. Right. And hopefully, you know, the new coach will get him to play at a higher level, give him more opportunities to succeed. Mm -hmm. I think Garrett, Jason Garrett was just, you know, you know, too conservative and predictable. And wow, maybe that is why you picked the Giants to finish last, because he is going up there to be their OC. (laughs) I forgot about that. Good call. Good call. And uh Hey, everybody, thanks for listening and, um, you know, tune in next for our third podcast where we'll be breaking down the NBA. Sounds awesome. It's going to be uh, it's going to be an interesting uh, the way that they set that uh, structure up is uh, definitely uh, very fan friendly. And I think a lot of people are going to like it. It's going to make the NBA a little bit more interesting now. And I think a lot of people are going to tune in. Right. Hopefully we'll, we'll get this thing, get the bubble, get it all locked down and tight and ready to go as scheduled oh yeah all right guys well it was a pleasure and uh tune in next week all right bye-bye I could have known